0: Appreciate the little things people do for you. Don't let those things become expected acts of kindness. And that is one of Melissa Manuti's favorite quotes. You will find out that this woman not only loves this quote, but lives by this quote. I'm so excited to actually publish this episode. Because... Melissa's has become a huge part of my life, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful for her to be part of it. She's been a huge champion of mine, and I am just really excited about the conversation we had and the interview we had together. I really want to say thank you to you um, for listening, and I want to say thank you so much for anybody that's leaving reviews and taking time out of their day to leave a review. I recently got an interview or a review from N24K, who says, Logan is making a huge difference in people's lives by publishing these episodes on his podcast. He not only scratches his own itch, but he scratches my itch, too, because I'm really curious about so many things, but most of all, whenever I listen to his show, I feel so much less alone. And when I feel less alone, I can't wait until he publishes another episode. Uh, Thank you so much, because that's exactly what I want my show to do. I want people to feel less alone, and I want more so for two things to happen for people. I want people to believe in themselves, and even more so, I want people to know that they have a community to come to if they ever need one. Come to Scratch Your Own Itch Facebook group and join that group, Scratch Your Own Itch, Create a Life Worth Living, and if you have any questions on fitness, if you have questions on authoring your own book, if you have any questions on owning your own business, please come to that group and invite yourself. And if you are looking for help to do your own podcast, I am only accepting a few people, but I'd love you to email me at logan at logantylernelson.com and I'm helping a few people put a podcast together as well as uh, help you with your fitness goals just because I'm super fat... I'm super fascinated on people um, being able to transform their bodies. And uh, this is a thing I, I really, really, really care a lot about because I think mental wealth is so important, but even more so, sometimes physical health is the way to make you mentally wealthy. When you change yourself, you change the world. And that is not something that I created that is something that Jim Rome has said. That is something that Jack Canfield says. That is something that your favorites of self-development legends will say. If you want to save the world, save yourself first. Because, tell you what, the economy is going to do whatever it wants to do. The society around you is going to do whatever it wants to do. The people around you, your family members, your friends will do whatever they want to do. But if you change yourself and start seeing the world in the lens that you choose to see it as, it will be incredible. And that is something I can promise you. But one more thing I always promise you a question to ask yourself, a really hard question to ask yourself. But you need to ask yourself, what is it that makes you you? Ask yourself that. And think about that question while you're listening to this interview. What is it that makes you you? All right. Without further ado, enjoy my interview with Melissa Minuti. Talking to just you right now. So have you ever wondered how you can really find your peace? You know, find your peace through purpose. Well you're in luck because I have an incredible guest today that does just this. Her name is Melissa Minuti. If you've never heard of Melissa, well, Melissa gets fired up by having entrepreneurs, innovators, and leaders to step outside of their comfort zone discover their passions, and unlock their true peace in life through purpose. Most recently, Melissa joined Habitude Warrior International as a global marketing director to oversee the marketing campaigns and streamline business productions on a national level and is excited to be a part of the movement which inspires people to live their passions and offer their absolute best self to the world. And... Today, Melissa and I are going to dig deep into that, and we're also going to just ask some s- super awesome, scratching-the-surface curiosity questions. Um, so, enjoy this interview with Melissa Menoudi and I, and I'd love to introduce you all to Melissa. Hey, Melissa, thank you so much for coming on Scratch Your Own Itch.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh so I know that um you're a listener of the show and I'm really privileged that you have listened to the show and you know that we get a little vulnerable on the show. And um so the first thing I'd like to um do is unlock that uh that vulnerability and ask you um you know what you're struggling with or what have you struggled with and that, what was that kind of Terrible trauma that you had to go through in order to become the the awesome woman that you are today.
1: So what a great question. And and honestly, I, I absolutely love it because, you know, life is is really it's a it's a series of of challenges or speed bumps, really, you know, depending on, on what mindset you have going into it. And, you know, I would say that my biggest challenge has always been myself. The great news in that is, is that's the one thing we can control, right? And, and getting into my own head, letting those, those lies play as tapes over and over and over again, right? And, and what ends up happening is you don't take risks because you let fear get in the way or you let that self doubt get in the way and you don't grow. So, you know, at, at this point, I like to look at those, those struggles as as speed bumps or as, as growth opportunities because you know on the other side of it going through is going to make you a heck of a lot stronger and, and more capable to help others so hopefully that i
0: feel like <laughs> i it does it because it beats around the bush quite a bit i want to know exactly what you had to go through um,
1: okay cool so um yeah growing up like let me just go all the way right back to the beginning, um. You know, I, my mom was was great um, in a lot of different ways. She did the best she could with who she was, but she also did a really good job at, you know, drilling into to my head. Um, and then I've got a sister and and a couple half siblings, you know, that that we just weren't good enough. And you know, I am I embodied that, and and I would put myself into situations that would further that that self doubt and that belief. Um, and and as a result, you know when when things would happen in life and and we dealt with a lot of loss early on um you know uh, i actually at, at 12 years old i i walked in to find my my grandmother passed away on the floor um you know my dog died at the same time my parents had gone through a divorce um you know my uncle committed suicide it was just one thing after another after another um and at the same time we were watching you know a lot of toxic behavior um on my mom's part um, you know, with, with, with suicide attempts, with lashing out and and taking things out on the rest of us. And, and truly as a kid, um, you know, I would embody that and I would tell myself, you know, this is my fault. This is, (laughs) this is because I'm not good enough. And, you know, again, I, 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 basically spent a lot of my life, um, you know, pretty severely depressed. um, Great at painting a smile on, <laughs> you know, to get, to get through the day. But, you know, I was my own worst enemy. Um, so that, that was really, I think my biggest, my biggest challenge was I, I internalized all of that. That was the driving force in, in whether I would say yes to an opportunity. And I, I really lived in fear for a long time. Um, yeah, I got great grades in school. I tried to excel as much as I could because I didn't like who I was. And I just wanted to get that validation that, yeah, I was enough. And, uh, you know, the th- the thing is, is none of us are perfect. <laughs> I'm far from it. And and I love that about myself because that means that I still have things that I get to work on, right? And And that means that I can connect with and relate with others as a result of those things. Um, but you do yourself and you do the world a disservice when you live in that, that safety net. And honestly, that safety net is an illusion, right? Because, because again, perfection is completely unattainable. Um, and, and if you are constantly striving to be perfect and to only do things that you think you're, you're capable of, imagine how much of your life you're missing out. on. Um, and it cheats the world. Two
0: of the gifts that you have within within. Uh Melissa, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I know it's not easy for people to go in that past and dig up the the hard times. That, but you're right. You're exactly right. It makes us who we are, and uh, no one's perfect. I uh, I hear that time and time again that even all these high performing, high uh, achieving people they always feel like they need to be perfect and it's just some negative thought that enters our mind and uh, I love to ask myself if that thought is actually helpful or hurtful you know and sometimes I is, is it uh, is it helpful to to believe that you're perfect? Um, no <laughs> but um, I'd love to move on to asking you, you know your thing is is you have this deep 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 inquisitive mind of like what makes someone become their fullest it just illuminates from you and i i i love the way your brain works in that way where you have this deep deep curiosity so what do you think what do you think the number one question is to ask someone to unlock this for themselves
1: so you know, before, before I answer that, um, I actually, you, you just said something, um, about how it's not easy to, to drill into our, our painful, you know, stuff, right? That, that, that stuff that we carry around with us and that, you know, ultimately shapes how we live our lives, right? And, and you're right. You're a hundred percent right. So not easy. Um, but I love to tell people all the time that it's, it's easier to go through the process of, of, Working through your pain, your junk, right? Than it is to live the rest of your life not dealing with it or avoiding it. Um, and so, you know, a, a, as much as it can be a struggle to to really, I guess, work through it, it's it's so worthwhile. <laughs> and the person that you become on the other side, like you're gonna love the heck out of it. So whether it's hard or not, like embrace that. (laughs) Sorry. I just, that, that just totally, I had to say it. So, um, the number one question. Okay. So, you know, one of the questions I think that was the hardest for me to answer that, that gets presented a lot is, is what do you love? What do you love doing? And you know, the, the, the struggle for me personally answering that was that I lived in my own head so much and I lived in my comfort zone and in that fear, that place of fear and, and that illusion of control so much that I didn't know how to answer that question, right? Because I wasn't taking risks. I wasn't trying new things. I was scared to live my life. And so what the heck did I even really know? You know, there were, there were little blips <laughs> of like, you know, doing something that that was like completely out of my norm, and I usually had really great experiences, but still, that wasn't enough um, at the time for me to 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 really just say yes to new things. Um, So I didn't know how to answer the question until I was, I think, was it thirty or thirty-one? Well, I'm thirty-one now, so maybe thirty. <laughs> I didn't know how to answer that question until I was like thirty years old. What do you love? And and. When you go through the process of, like I said, dealing with your stuff and figuring out, you know, where you're, where you're limiting, where you're limiting your life and you're, you're, you're not saying yes to experiences, you start to be able to find the answer to that. So it's a super important question to ask yourself what it is that fires you up and what you love, but there's a whole heck of a lot of process that you need to go through in order to get there.
0: Yeah, I love that answer. Um, very awesome. Uh I am kind of writing a book right now exactly about that. And one of my biggest questions that I ask is, what do you love? What makes time go by so fast that you go, Gosh, where did the time go? And um it's really odd how it becomes easier. Life becomes easier. And not that I would ever wish a fast life upon anybody. But I do believe that when you live a fast life, it often correlates with, well, you also lived a life that was worth living. It was fast because you were doing things that you enjoyed doing. You were constantly scratching your own itch. You were compassionate about things and you were constantly creative. And so uh, I think when you do those things, it's it's incredible. So um, thank you, Melissa, for giving that question. Uh, the next thing I'd like to ask you is, um, what do you think is a book that someone needs to read and uh, and and just read time and time again? And I think I know your answer, but I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I think you know my answer. Do you want to answer for me? <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: No. So- okay, so I'll I'll give you the, the I'll give you the glory.
1: Sure, sure. There's an amazing book. And, and, you know, I just want to ask your, your entire audience, um, you know, that may be listening today to, to go back, um, and listen to the recent interview with Tom Asacker, um, because he actually is the author of the book that I'm going to mention. And it's called, I am Pete. And oh my goodness, I have read it six times from front to back. <laughs> Each time I, I read this book, I, I, I take something different away because, you know, I've become a different person in between. Um, you know, because, because truly this, this book was, you know, I, I had done a whole heck of a lot of personal development when I walked away from, you know, my engineering career because guys, you, you can't be in business if you're not willing to deal with your stuff, right? Because we've got to grow to be that that person that that's living that life that we've been dreaming, of, right? We've got to grow there. We've got to grow our way to that point, and and so I had done a ton of personal development, but there was still a piece of the puzzle that was missing for me, and and that was definitely found in that book. Our mind is so powerful, and when we can remove those barriers <laughs> that. You know, those barriers of belief, of self-doubt, of of fear, we can remove those from the equation. We actually get to start with. So that would absolutely a thousand percent be the book that everybody needs to pick up. The audiobook is also awesome, and Tom narrates it. So, you know, you can get it in really whatever format you want, but I guarantee it's gonna blow your mind.
0: Oh, you got nice. it. What do
1: you think? So share your takeaways. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, that w- we're gonna have to have a whole episode on that. Um now I would I would love to get into it, but seriously it changed. Um the way I'm starting to operate in the world. It's just uh that book spurred me into writing a book. Uh like and I'm actually doing it every single day. Like I, I actually like miss writing when I'm not writing. Um It's incredible. And that's just because of this deep like Keats thing where it's just going and doing it and not thinking about it and just doing it. And uh, that's my smallest little thing that you can get from it is like that negative thought that you have on your mind of not doing something like when you constantly just keep proving it wrong it is incredible how life can work for you. Like, and I'm not trying to like say that there's no dark moments during my day or there's not negative thoughts. And there's not times where I just wish I was someone else. Like there still is that thing that happens, but um, just uh, testing it is going to give you a new perspective on life. Like testing that negative thought is amazing. Um, It's really just like, like you said, you know, Yeah, earlier you you find out what you love by testing the things that you hate sometimes. Um, so, uh, are going through challenges and stuff.
1: Absolutely. So you'd laugh when you saw my vision board, but I, I literally have the question written in huge letters across it. And it just says, are you going to die? And that's the question that when an opportunity or, or when, you know, an opportunity, I guess, to have a new experience is presented to me. I ask myself that question. If I have a desire, even if it's like super minute for me to say yes, because I know that I'm either going to grow as a result or I'm going to find out something new about myself, or there's a awesome potential there for me to impact more people and change more lives. I ignore the fact that I'm afraid because I still feel afraid, right? I think we all do. It's like it's, it's part of our makeup, right? But. Even if I feel afraid, I ignore that and I say, am I gonna die? And if the answer is probably not, I and honestly I, I lean on the probably not side <laughs> instead of the absolute no, um, because you know, we're all gonna die at some point. But so if I'm probably not gonna die, I'm gonna make it through the other side, okay, then I do it. Like, why the heck not? Again, like where are those growth opportunities and where are those opportunities to make an impact?
0: That is so cool. That is really, really neat. Um, the, the way you put it, you know, am I going to die? Uh, and the answer is always going to be yes. And that's the thing. Uh, if you're going to die, why not try? Um, and, uh, check out, I'm going to reference, um, <clears throat> first I'm going to clear my throat cause I'm dying right now. <clears throat> uh, reference, uh, five regrets of the living, you know, they, uh, One thing that they regret right away is they wish they worked on things that they loved more and worked less uh, often. But, you know, that could be just the sort of paradox of life is, or the sort of trickery that we have to go through some hard things to get to the good things. And I do believe that uh, a little bit, that that's been time and time again, that uh, often um, if it was easy, then everyone would do it. So you just got to try it out and you can't like discover your passion, which I think you kind of answered, I was gonna ask you, like does someone discover their passion? I think and the answer is no, you don't discover it. you uh, just get into it and dig into it and and uh try it, try it out. but I do want to ask you, Melissa, have you ever felt like you had a mentor in your life or some sort of um parent in your life that's taught you the most, and what do they teach you?
1: oh my gosh, I've got a list. <laughs> I have so Just just do
0: like one, one, one or two. Oh
1: my gosh. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to pick my my amazing father who, oh my gosh, you know, he's got this innate ability to focus on the positive and pausing because I'm going to totally cry right now. (laughs) It's been a tough few days. All right. Okay. I think I've got my composure. (laughs) so my dad just just went in um to the hospital on Sunday he had a heart attack and you know heart disease is totally like this is a history thing like he had his first heart attack when I was in elementary school he's had five bypasses like he's like bionic man or something um you know but he's definitely he's my best friend and uh he's got this ability I'm gonna give you two examples um, when he was in, in the hospital this time, when they went in to put a stent in and, and remove the blockage, some of the plaque, um, traveled up. He had a, a series of strokes as a result. And he's got some vision loss in one of his eyes. He goes, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it could have been a whole heck of a lot worse. Like at least I, you know, you know, my face, I still have full, co- uh, muscular control. I, you know, I could still eat because it always boils down to food for him. <laughs> um, and he was finding the bright side in, in this. You know, what many people would, would be groping and crying about, right? Because yeah, there's, there's a, there's a loss there, but there's also the ability to look at life through a different lens and, and see, well, where's the good that I can pull out of this? Oh my gosh, it could have been worse. People have it a lot worse than I do. So I love that, you know, and, and there was another, another example where his, his car got stolen, you know, his pride and joy car. He just put a whole bunch of money into it and it got taken right from his driveway. And guess what? He was like, "Oh well, it's just a car. I still have my health." <laughs> like, I mean, it just—it blows my mind. His ability to not focus on the negative and to choose to love the heck out of life, to fail forward, right? Because he's made a whole heck of a lot of mistakes, but he's had a whole heck of a lot of success as a result. Because he just—he loves who he is. He's comfortable, and he's able to to always just be in that state of gratitude. He's amazing. <laughs> and then my Shannon mom, and so I call her my Shannon mom. Uh, she's my stepmother. She takes such amazing care of my dad, but she is just like absolutely brilliant. Her drive to push through every single challenge that life holds and to, to just really dig into the why or, um, you know, the, the curiosity, um, you know, as, as you talk about often, and ultimately, you know, that, that curiosity that she possesses, that ability to just sit back and let answers flow through her by experiences, um, you know, it, it, it's been, it's been a absolute blessing in my life and, and ultimately in, in the lives of many others because, you know, her and, and Tommy Zucker have created I Am Keith. So <laughs> Um, It's absolutely, it just, hands down those two, they're my rock.
0: That is awesome. Um, Thank you so much for just letting yourself be who you are right now and uh, not holding back. And um, to do that means so much to me. And uh, this is exactly what I do this for, is just to make someone feel less alone and um, I know people that are out there, just that one person that's out there right now that needs to know that they have a mentor. And if they are, are sad about talking about them or it brings up this emotion, um, that means it's, it's, it's something that really means something to you. Um, and someone that when they say something to you, it's not just another piece of information that's going in one ear and not the other. It's information that's actually being absorbed. And then practice throughout life. And uh, I I know that you are an incredible human being. Um, and I don't say those two words very often, incredible human being. Um, so I guess that's three words. I don't say those three words very often uh, because there are just not that many, unfortunately. But I do believe that there's more that are developing. And uh, I know it's scary to say on, on a show like this, but... You right now um, that's listening that doesn't feel like you're an incredible human being. You are enough, and you are, and you matter. And uh, Melissa is someone that you would need to get in touch with uh, if you believe that you fall in that category as well. And um, so, anyways, uh, I went on a tangent and I didn't want to, but I did. Uh, I want to.
1: I just, ad- I-, I just adore you. I absolutely love you, and you are an absolutely incredible human being. So, all right. That's all I wanted to say. I will turn it back over to you. I like to interrupt.
0: Myself. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're you're great. You're good. Um, I do want to just ask you scratching the surface curiosity questions. This is just a uh, first thing that comes to mind. And, um, you know, if, if, you, if you go on a little tangent, no big deal. Just be who you are. But I do want to ask you these questions because I think it is a way for someone to find their area of supremacy before they believe like they're not they're not enough because we need some confidence sometimes. Every now and then, before we actually step into the uh, the shoes that are going to allow us to, you know, create a life that we uh, feel like we deserve to start living. So whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Awesome. Uh, so the first question is, uh, what's a terrible habit or idea that you keep having? that you just wish you didn't have anymore.
1: Um, so great question. I would say that ooh, all right. So we all we all well, maybe we not, maybe not we all. But <laughs> um I feel as though it you know, it, it it's pretty common that we can be our own worst enemy, right? And so I still I still am super critical of myself at times. And I, I really do have a tendency to, to beat myself up. And so, you know, when you can recognize, when you've got that awareness, right, when you can recognize where maybe you self-sabotage a little bit, guess what? Now you've got, you've got control again. You can make a different decision. And so while those thoughts Still come back into my head like oh my gosh how could you drop the ball how could you mess that up so much like you're just stupid (laughs) you know whatever whatever I'm hearing in my head like I can get on the other side of it like so much quicker now just because of developing the you know the, the skills the tools to 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 work through it and to to basically eject the tape because guys you know if 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 you have those tapes playing in your, your, your head, right? Like you get to decide whether you want to let that impact you, whether you want to let that continue to play or whether you want to literally hit the eject button. Like I'm thinking like a cassette player. Remember when we had those and literally throw it out the window and put a different one in. So yeah, I mean, I would say that's my, that's still one of the things that, you know, I, maybe I always have it. Who knows? I don't really care because I know how to get to the other side of it now.
0: That is it. That's the confidence that you need to kill off that terrible thing that keeps popping in your head. So I love Oh my God, I love that me, so much. Let me, um
1: let me add one yeah, thing what's up? to that too. You know, one I had a actually I when I was in um I was in Boston um in November for the the last Habitude Warrior conference. And one of the things that really it just like hit me right upside the head was you know, I was, I was there, I was listening to, uh, let me, let me back up and, and explain what Habitat Warrior is. So it's a three-day conference, 33 speakers, TED Talk style, you know, um basically, you know, the, the topics are success mastery day one, millionaire mindset day two, social millions and branding day three. And so I'm sitting, I'm sitting there and I was part of the team board meeting and I'm just like absorbing and writing down these notes. And in my head, I'm sitting there like how the heck am I going to implement th- this golden nugget that I just took away? And you know, the, the great thing was, is I got a heck of a lot of the stories behind the story, right? Like not the, just the pretty package that's presented, you know, by a speaker. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, what were your struggles? What were your challenges? How did you get through them? And and you find out that people are are just like you, you know, they all have struggles too. And they were able to get to this this point that, you know, they feel that they're, they're successful. And, so I'm sitting there literally in my head saying, how the heck am I going to implement this? Okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I realized that I was taking certain things as truth. You know, I w- I was really eager to go implement them into my life and my business. But then when they would give me a compliment, I would throw that aside. I would throw that aside and say, oh, well, they can't be serious about that. They can't mean that, but they definitely are, are experts on this side. And so I was being a hypocrite and that blew my mind because the thing is, is is maybe we don't believe things about ourselves right away, but we get to decide whether we're going to act on that or not. And that was the moment that I had like massive clarity. And I said, you know, if I'm going to take what they're teaching or what they're sharing over here as truth, then even if I believe this, this or not, when they're giving me some positive um, you know compliments when they're they're re- re- uh, recognizing a the strength that they see in me even if I don't believe it I'm gonna act as if it's true. and there's power in that
0: Wow that is um that's a huge musing that's a that's a cool insight that you had on yourself I'm I would my mind was just a little blown right there it's so and I think it comes down to h- little habits that we have inside of our head right yes. that like you know, you, you just go on autopilot, like, and so, you know, really it's, it takes practice to retrain your brain and rewire your brain to believe the things that you want to believe and, uh, actually becoming vulnerable and actually, uh, saying, you know, the truth is, I think it comes down to a habit. Like really, if, if you're just habitually always lying, it's really hard to, um. Be authentic, and that's now a new word that's being thrown around. And uh, I guess it kind of like leads me to my next question: What do you think makes someone truly who they are? And I know that's a big question. Um, But the first thing, like, uh, just maybe a quote or uh, something that you got from a book that you think they, if they, if they said this quote to themselves more often, they would really fall into authenticity.
1: That's a tough one because you know, I well. So first of all, I'm really not good at recalling. I don't like to store. I don't like to store things. I like to be able to just go find them. Um, so I don't. I don't have quotes memorized on purpose. I feel like I don't know. Maybe I've got like some allotted amount of brain space.
0: Well, what's the <laughs> what's the first?
1: But so you know, honestly, what makes somebody who they are? It's it's. I think it boils down to experiences and being conscious. Like, you know, you mentioned the word autopilot and that's the biggest disservice we can do for ourselves is to just go through life on autopilot. Because how many times do you walk out the door and look up and and appreciate the stars? You know, how many times do you stop and and ask yourself, is this this something that I really truly want to be doing right now? Or is this something that I feel great about because I am, you know, helping somebody or, or where's the, the, the lesson in this? And, you know, how many times do we do we miss that? You know, and the truth is, is there are no ordinary moments in life. So stop being on autopilot and just existing when you're conscious, <laughs> when you are aware of what's going on around you and and what you can be learning and gathering data from your experiences that's how you start to let go of things like limiting beliefs. That's when you start to say, you know, this is what I love and this is who I am and this is where my passion is and this is what my purpose is. And it, and it honestly, it takes waking up. So I don't know if that answers your question. Um, but that, I guess that's the direction that I took it in.
0: No, that is, uh, perfect. Perfect answer. I do want to reference Sam Harris' book, Waking Up. Uh, if you want to check that out, he also has a podcast about waking up. And um, it's one of those things, kind of like uh, your friend Tom. Uh, you'll listen to it and uh, it'll do things to you where you feel like you're woken up. And that's what this podcast is for. And that's what I'm trying to do is not like wake you up with energy, but really just uh, start breaking down your belief system. So you start inheriting the belief system that you want in your life because it comes down to beliefs. I mean, there's people that debate science all day and night, but when it comes down to uh, the right nutrition or the right the right workout or the right perfect gender, uh, the uh, gender inheritance they should have on on their viewpoint of like whether or not a guy or a girl is is making more money. All those things can be argued day and night. But when it comes down to your system of beliefs, you don't have to argue those. You can inherit whatever belief you want. So um, I want to ask mm-hmm. you a, 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 just really quick. I know that you could probably rant on that idea for a second, but I will let you. Um, what is it, the belief that you had when you were 20 that is completely not true today? Ooh, th- okay. So there,
1: Well, there was a whole bunch of them. One was that I just, wasn't good enough and I wasn't capable um another one was that there is that there is you know this there's a there's a right path that you have to be on and you know the the truth is that reality <laughs> is gonna show you that your path is going to change a hundred different ways it's it's not this you you making a choice today to do something new is not going to ruin the course of the, the remainder of your life like there is very few decisions. And, and honestly, I'm tempted to say there is really no decisions that you can make, you know, being, being mindful of, you know, let's, let's do good for other people instead of harm. Right. Um, but there's really no decisions that you can make that are going to say, Oh my gosh, that's it. Your life's over. So try new things, do new things like, you know, and again, ask yourself the question Is saying yes to this. Going to, going to, Gonna kill me. <laughs> well, probably not. So then do it. You know, um, the whole idea of, of stability. So a little bit about my background. I went to, uh, to college. I didn't want to go to college, right? But, you know, but I did because I thought that was the next step I had to take. Um, I went to college to be an, a, an engineer. I worked in manufacturing. I was a process engineer, burnt myself out for just under 10 years because, of course, I had to start working myself for a year. As an engineer, because I had to overachieve and um, that, that quest for prote- uh, perfection. Um, and, and, you know, the, the illusion was that going and getting that degree, going and getting that great career, that that was going to equal stability. And the truth is I went through like three layoffs before I even turned 30. Stability doesn't exist. Like you never know how your life is going to be altered. We don't have control. So, you know, if you if you have the awareness of that, then do what fires you up. And if you don't know the answer to that, say yes to a heck of a lot of things until you find it out. You know, I'd rather learn that, you know, through an experience that I don't love something or that maybe it's okay and I, I don't know, I, I don't want to eat that ever again or whatever the case is, Um, but it's going to teach me something about myself. I would much rather do that than stay in a safety net.
0: I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It sounds like you welcome the fear. You love to taste as much as often and it's not easy, but it's the life that you'd rather at least live. So you don't regret later on. Um, just, uh, two more, two more, two more. (laughs) Yeah. What's up? What's up?
1: Yeah. You, you just touched on, on fear and, and honestly, that was a conscious effort. Um, I, I, like I said, you know, I was, I was great at living in a comfort zone and doing what I thought I was supposed to do. I didn't really, you know, travel a whole heck of a lot. And I, oh my gosh, I love to travel. You know, I didn't, I didn't really like, I wasn't living, I was existing, right? And, you know, the, the, the thing is, is I went through 2016 was one of my most personally challenging years, the best year of my life because I got to go through that and I got to find myself, you know, on the other side of it, right? On the other side of struggle, um, where we find through the fire. And, you know, I, I consciously had to make a decision that I wanted a heck of a lot more out of life. And not only that, but me saying I wanted a heck of a lot out of life, me going through the process of figuring out how that looked. I wanted to share that with people around me so that they could find, you know, their, their, their awesome life as well. And so, you know, I very publicly did a, a 30 day, no fear challenge. And, you know, it was, I, I basically, I went live every single day on Facebook and it was amazing. It was amazing. So cool that I grew through that, but Even better was, was watching what it was doing for other people. And what, I guess one of the tricks that I've, that I've learned (laughs) when you've got a heart for helping others, you can overcome any fear in front of you when you take the focus off yourself and put it onto somebody else. How can me going through this or growing through this or facing this? How can, how can me doing that help someone else? Boom, there's your answer. That's how you get over the fear.
0: Ah, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up right now. Ah, so, so true. Uh, That is, yeah, that is the premium truth juice that you're going to have to drink today is when you just dedicate and devote it to something bigger than yourself. There is no such thing as a stop sign anymore. So the next question I'd love to ask you, though, is the craziest thing Starts to happen, people, when they start to do X, Y, Z. The first thing that comes to your thought. Let's hear it.
1: The craziest thing that starts to happen to people when they step out of their comfort zone is they start to really find out who they are. And they start to seek opportunities to love the heck out of their life.
0: Mm, I love that answer. All right. Well, the last question I need to ask you, um, and uh, we'll leave it off to uh, that person that's listening right now. What do you wish that someone could just start doing for themselves today in order to start creating a life worth living?
1: So, I think the first thing that I would wish for them is to say yes to new opportunities that intrigue them. Even if they scare if even if it scares them, especially if it scares them. Because they're going to love who they they become on the other side.
0: I love that. All right, Melissa, thank you so much, so so much for coming on scratch your own itch. Um, where can people find you if they want to, because I didn't create this show just for another person to be heard and then they hit next, but I want you to become a friend with Melissa and myself and to not just look at us as heroes or someone that said something that really inspired you or made you think in a different way, but to really become a friend. Like I want community. I want to hang out with more people that are like you right now. So where can people find Melissa?
1: All right. So, um, first of all, thank you for having me on. And, and honestly, thank you for, for having the, the courage, the confidence to, to really just dig into real raw stuff because that's where the answers are. That's where the answers are. And I just, I absolutely just love and adore you for that. So, um, also please add me to your Facebook group. So that way I can, you know, interact and connect with people as well. Um, but guys, if you want to find me, you can find me in, really, it's in three places. So melissamannudy.com. So melissas, one L, two S's, M-I-N-U-T-I.com. Best place to find me, girlwiththegreenhair.com. <laughs> That'll bring you right to my Facebook page. And then also habitudewarriorconference.com. So whatever is your preference, you can find me at all of the above.
0: Nice, and I'll add. <laughs> nice, I'll uh, I'll add that in the show notes. And yeah, this girl's rocking it. Um, she's got one of the biggest hearts ever. Um, she has just been like above and beyond, and she's also spoke to me. Uh, out of this interview for you know like hours on end. So she is not on this planet to just. Make money and then move on. She's on this planet to make true impact, to create relationships with people that really, 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 really want to change their lives for the better and, and live in a, a, and not just a happy life, but a fulfilling life because they're ready to obviously drink the fear juice. And so I want to have Melissa back on, uh, and I want to keep these interviews a little bit shorter just so you guys can. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day and also start putting these um, ideas and ideologies into action rather than just listening to us all day and, and consuming is great but you know with consumption it's just as the thing is actually putting action out there and uh, and start doing the things that you want to do and uh, creating is the way to do it so um, create a way and uh, again thank you Melissa for being on Scratch Your Own Itch. Again, thank you, Melissa, for being on Scratch Your Own Edge. There's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with Melissa and I. I really hope you enjoyed that. If you guys did, please pay me the best compliment ever by just sharing that. If you found it inspirational, informative, or at all something that you believe that should be shared with the world. But even more important than inspiration, I want you to know that. If you thought about that question about what makes you you, then you're doing the work. And tweet about it. Facebook about it. Instagram about it. Think about that question, what makes you you? The most personalized you. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.